This edition of My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Valve Performance, the team behind the Nordboard, Forstax, the Groin Bar, and Human Track. Guys, the most important ability for all of our athletes is availability, and that's the absolute goal of Valve Performance, is to provide solutions to performance professionals so that we can get the right information to make the right decision at the right time for the betterment of the athletes that we get to work with. To do this, guys, they have a wide range of validated products that focus on usability, and having been founded by the School of Exercise and Nutrition Sciences at the Queensland University of Technology, they're extremely evidence-based and they're beyond transparent. I can tell you that our time using the Nordboard and being involved with Forstex, we have been introduced to so many amazing people that have truly helped us become better coaches, have a better understanding, not just of the technology, but also what we're doing with our athletes. So make sure you hop over to ValPerformance.com today to make sure you check out what they got. It's going to make you better and to do better by your athletes. The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some awesome practitioners who are always trying to evolve and continue to grow professionally throughout their career. The problem with many of us, though, is finding a new outlet, a new way and a new perspective on the questions that we may have whether it be programming, whether it be situational with dealing with coaches, or whether it be career advice. Because all too often what happens is we get stuck in with the same group of friends and the same group of colleagues that we reach out to for advice repeatedly over and over again. But what we should really be looking for is different perspectives, different people who have been through different situations who can help us make better decisions both for ourselves and our athletes. And one awesome place to start with that is the forums in the Strength Coach Network. In the forums in the Strength Coach Network, You'll be able to reach out and get feedback, input, and advice from coaches from all over the world, from everything, from career advice to training modalities to programming. There's people there just for the same reason as you are, to try to get better, to learn, to share information, and to grow the field of strength and conditioning. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash cvasps, that's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash c-v-a-s-p-s, to dive into all that great content today and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Jay DeMeo coming at you with this week's edition of My Thoughts Monday. And today, I'd like to you know, kind of revisit a little bit of what we were talking about last week. And that was uh, a, you know, a quick little overview of our return to sport protocol that we came up with here uh, at the institution that I get to work with. And I think that, uh, you know, Again, I'm really lucky. I've got a group of people, a team that uh, we all worked pretty close together with this. And you know, I think that the plan that Mike and Beecher and Adam and Sarah you know, came up with and, and how we put this all together is really, really solid. I think that we, we did really well with that. But I also want to talk a little bit today about some things that we need to be ready for, right? Some things that we need to be prepared for, some things that we need to keep in mind with these programs as we move forward. I think the first is, you know, we, and I think that this is something that strength and conditioning coaches have a hard time with at times. And that is that you got to have confidence in the program. you got to believe in the program. you got to understand the progressions. you got to understand the, the intricacies of it and why things are set up in the situation in the way that they are. Uh, because there's going to be times where we're probably going to have to defend it now more than normal. I don't know if I want to say ever, but now more than normal. Because... If you look at how this is set up, right, this 
you know, 50, 30, 20, 10, or 50%, 70%, 80%, 90%, however you want to quantify it. In this time, there are steps to these, you know, progressions where, you know, different teams are allowed to do more or less than what the sport coaches would want. So understanding why you're progressing things in a certain manner, being able to communicate why you are, and being able to describe why these steps are important and, you know, get that point across is truly, truly the most valuable aspect right now. Being confident in that is what's going to help you, you know, relay that message. And that's not just to coaches, but also to athletes, because there's going to be this, you know, the athletes that we have that were at home that did everything by the book. There's going to be the athletes at home that did whatever they wanted. And there's going to be the athletes at home that probably didn't do much of nothing, right? So we need to be able to communicate the ins and outs, the what's and the why's of what we're doing. And with that, we need to be confident and to believe very deeply in what we are doing. Because if we don't have that confidence in the communication of the what's, why's, and how's of what we're doing, that's going to be a situation where a lot of the, uh, a lot of the power of what we're saying is going to be going away. Or a lot of you know, the, the strength of what we've built Will, will be hidden because people aren't going to believe it. If you, if you don't believe in it yourself, why would anyone else believe in what you're doing? But on top of that, we have to be exceptionally flexible. Hold on. You just said we got to be confident. We got to be this. We got to be that. We got to be able to communicate this. But you say we have to be exceptionally flexible. Yes, 100%. Because in this situation, right, there's going to be things that are going to get thrown at us we are going to see more curveballs than Pedro Serrano when we're going through this situation, right? Like, there's no way around it. Um, first and foremost, if this progression is built so that we are able to move these young people forward in a safe, you know, step-by-step -step manner, then when people have setbacks, what are you going to do? For example, if you have someone that shows up and tests positive for COVID, so they cannot start with the rest of the team, or you have someone who's in a, uh, a contact tracking trace, or however we're calling it, and they can't start right away, you need to be prepared to run a second group and start them later, right? Are you setting up your schedules that you're going to be able to do that? If something happens later and someone does something or has the mis, you know, the, the unfortunate situation of, con of contracting COVID later, do you have a, a, another time set aside so that these people can really start over and rebuild the program and, and go from ground zero? Because we have to have that. We have to be willing to do that. And now that doesn't necessarily have to just be you if you work with the team. And that's why I think setting it up how we have has been very important. We're setting up, you know, the initial program because we're lucky right now that we only have men's and women's basketball on campus training to begin. But we're outside on two adjacent fields with two strength and conditioning coaches and two sports medicine practitioners, at least possibly interns with them. So if something does happen, we have a backup plan. If something happens to Beecher, I can run both groups and vice versa. If something happens to Adam, 
Sarah can run both groups or vice versa. On top of that, if we continue to progress and we come back to school, if one of us has to work with another team at another time, because we've worked and put this plan together as a team, as a group, the five of us, it's very easy for one of the five of us, well, one of the three strength and conditioning coaches or one of the two sports medicine practitioners to be able to cover those extra workouts that are going to need to be run. This, to me, I think might actually be one of, if not the most important part of this, and that is having that backup set so that we are able to, A, continue to take care of the young people that we are directly responsible for who are progressing properly and are not having setups, or setbacks, excuse me, and B, being able to care for the individuals who may have some form of setback may have some form of issue that has to have them start over. That's why working as a team is so important. That's why during this time, we kept talking about the importance of consistent communication and building these programs together with a staff, including your sports medicine practitioners, because everyone has to be on board. This doesn't even account for what if something just weird happens. Somebody gets a tight hamstring when they're running because they haven't ran for a while. Or someone rolls an ankle accidentally. Or someone takes a goofy step and whatever, right? Just the one of the just whatever happens, happens. You also need to have another group set for them to be ordered to go. Because right now, all-encompassing return to sport meaning they have to tick each one of these boxes, means that if they have to go back or have a setback, you need to have another group ready. You also may need to be flexible in a sense of being able to run multiple workouts at the same time, which again works when you have multiple coaches working together and multiple sports medicine practitioners working together so that worst case scenario, one of the four or five, however many people you have there, can take the group that may be slightly more remedial and run them through things at the same time as the team. Now, I realize this can't be done everywhere. But these are the thoughts that were going through our heads when we put this together. And this is the things that right now in this, I hate this word, new norm. You're welcome, Beecher. I said it. Ugh, I just can't stand new norm because it's, it's hopefully not going to be a whole other rant. We'll talk about it later. But in this situation, we have to not just be like we normally are as strength coaches. What's our backup plan? What's our worst case scenario? We've got to sit, have almost like a tree, right? Like the COVID backup plans and then the normal backup plan. And how we can now integrate these two things together. How we can have our sports medicine staff involved. How we can have the rest of our strength and conditioning staff involved how we can then work together to make sure that we're continuing to progress, we're not moving too fast, we're not putting these kids at risk, and we are consistently helping these young people improve to be better ready to come back to sport. And I know that, that some of you may be sitting here listening and saying, well, no duh. 
But I'm going to tell you, I think that this was a lot harder for us to grasp than it should have been. And if I'm being completely honest, I think that that part is ending out being a byproduct of how we put everything else together. And I think that it's also a byproduct of us having a team of people that really do want to work together and really right now only care about making sure that what we're doing is in the best interest for the student athletes to help them progress, to move them forward safely in the best way possible. Would love to hear how other people are working with their staffs and between departments in order to ensure that these progressions no matter how many speed bumps, no matter how many hiccups, no matter how many curveballs you get thrown, are able to continue to move forward. And as always, I truly appreciate everything y'all do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. I'll see you then.